0: This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Friends, welcome to worship with Morrisville Presbyterian Church on this third Sunday of Easter. Whether you are a longtime member or visiting with us for the very first time, we welcome you. We are so glad that you are here. Following the resurrection, Jesus appeared to Mary Magdalene in the garden. Outside the tomb. And he called out her name and said, Mary. And it wasn't until that moment that she recognized him and went out to proclaim the good news I have seen the Lord. As we encounter the risen Christ in our worship today, may we too be a people who can go out to proclaim, I have seen the Lord. Let us prepare our hearts for worship.
1: If you have your home worship bulletin, we invite you to join us in our call to worship. Beloved, why are you weeping? The tomb is empty. The grave clothes are cast aside. Now is the time for tambourines and dancing, for victory songs and shouts of joy. Come with amazement and great joy. Come with wonder and praise. See and believe, our Redeemer lives. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for God is good. God's steadfast love endures forever. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed.
2: Friends, we gather to praise and worship God's greatness, and we also gather to seek God's goodness. So let us take time now to reflect on our past week And remember the times we have fallen short. Let us confess our sins using the prayer of confession as it is printed in your home worship bulletin, followed by a time for silent confession. Let us pray. Like Mary, who came to the tomb early on the first day of the week and found the stone rolled away, we have such good news to tell. For you, Lord, have cast off your grave clothes and shattered the powers of sin and death. But we have heard this news before. How often we let our alleluias fall silent as we passed through church doors. How often have we returned to daily routines as if Easter changes nothing. How often have our actions belied the power of resurrection? to transform our world. Risen Lord, forgive us for our half-hearted witness. Free us from the bindings of fear or indifference, disappointment or disenchantment. Fill us with the light of resurrection and send us into the world to proclaim in word and deed that we have seen the Lord. Friends, hear the good news of the gospel. Christ came into the world not to condemn it, but that the world may be saved through Christ. Friends, God is merciful and abundant in grace. In Jesus Christ we are forgiven. Thanks be to God. Amen.
0: At this time, I invite my young friends to be a part of our Time for Young Disciples or anyone who is young at heart. We are in a season called Easter. And part of that season means we go out into the world to share the good news of Jesus and to share how much God loves the world with everyone we meet. And I have a friend who knows a song that can help us do just that. I imagine you're gonna recognize my friend and I imagine you're gonna recognize this song. So I encourage you to sing along as we all seek to proclaim to the world how much Jesus loves us. I could hear you singing all the way at my house. It is a joy to proclaim how much Jesus loves us. I'm going to invite you to pray with me. You can repeat after me. Dear God, we thank you for your magnificent love. Help us to share that love with all the world. Amen.
2: We come now to a time for the hearing of Scripture. So let us prepare our hearts and minds in prayer. Let us pray. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh, on us. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us. Melt us, mold us, fill us, use us. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us. Amen. Our scripture passage comes from the gospel of John, chapter 20. Verses 11 through 18. Listen for the word of the Lord. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white, sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, they turned round and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? For whom are you looking? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabbuni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. This is the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
0: When Mary realized that the tomb was empty, in fear and confusion and uncertainty, she ran to tell the others. A few of them ran back to confirm her story, and then, when they saw what was before them, with heavy hearts and a mix of emotions, they turned around to head home. But Mary didn't leave. She couldn't leave. Instead, she collapsed into sobs. The adrenaline had worn off all of the emotions of the last three days, found their release in her heaving sobs outside the place where the body of her Lord was supposed to be. And these weren't just any sobs. These were the kinds of sobs that make it difficult to breathe. Even the angels who spoke to her brought her no comfort for the horrific pain of Good Friday still had its hold on her. Woman, why are you weeping? they asked. And I can imagine Mary's frustration with the question Still struggling to make words out of the sobs that flowed so freely, she replied, What, what do you mean, why am I weeping? Can't you see they have taken my Lord? I, I don't know where they have laid him. Mary had had enough. So she did the only thing she could think to do. She turned to leave because she was tired of being bothered. And then she ran into another stranger, another one she didn't want to talk to. Sir, if you have carried him away, please just let me know where he is. I will go. I will get him. Let let me just put the body back where it's supposed to be so that we can roll the stone back in place and be done with all of this so that I can finally put all of it behind me.
2: But in a moment that nearly knocked Mary off her feet, in a moment where God's presence hit her like a ton of bricks, In a moment where the separation between heaven and earth was the most thin it could possibly be, the resurrected Christ called out to her by name, and she recognized him. Mary, he said. And as any of us might have done in the glimpse of the resurrection and having experienced the darkness of the past week that Mary had experienced, she clung tight to him, hoping that this was not a dream. But Jesus asked her to let go of him, not to return to the darkness, but that they could proclaim the good news that the risen Christ is alive and that even in the most dark of times, There can still be light. Go tell them, Mary, Jesus said. Tell them that you have seen the Lord, that I am alive. Immediately, Mary did as her Lord had instructed. She wiped the tears from her face. Overwhelmed and excited and beaming as she ran back to the disciples to tell them what she had experienced. I have seen the Lord.
0: Early on that Easter morning, while it was still dark, Mary knew and understood the first-hand gift of Jesus Christ's death and resurrection. She saw that he was alive, she was overwhelmed with joy, and she had to share this miraculous news she couldn't not share. She had to tell someone. Come with us now to Easter in the South Bronx in one of the poorest neighborhoods in the nation. Tom Long shares a story of his friend, Heidi Newmark, who served for several years as a pastor of a Lutheran church in this neighborhood. One year during Holy Week, the congregation decided to put on a passion play depicting the entire week from Palm Sunday to Easter. And they began the week by borrowing a live donkey. They paraded around the block of this decaying neighborhood with its shabby storefronts and run-down apartments shouting Hosanna.
2: After circling the block and collecting a few more folks along the way, everybody returned to the church and the passion play continued. Christ was tried, condemned, and executed. And then three women rushed into the church, proclaiming that Jesus' body was not in the grave And instead, he is alive. It was at this point in the play, following the announcement of Jesus' resurrection, that three members of the congregation were to share their faith statement about how they knew that Christ was resurrected. They began their story with the phrase, I know that Christ is alive. The first was Angie. Angie. She said, I know that he is alive because he is alive in me. Then she began to tell a story about how she was abused by her father, how she had fallen into alcoholism and despair, but how she tested positive for HIV and how through the welcoming of the church, she began to experience new life. She began to be unwrapped and set free from the things that bound her in the tomb of despair. I know he is alive because he is alive in me, Angie said. The two other members of the congregation shared their part of their faith statement, beginning with, I know he is alive. And after they finished their stories, The congregation and the service was supposed to move to a time of communal prayer.
0: But what the worship leaders did not anticipate that Easter morning is that the Holy Spirit often doesn't care at all about what script has been written. And the testimony that the actors began did not stop. People rose to their feet. Homeless people, addicts, now clean, a whole host of folks who were just getting back on their feet. They rose and proclaimed, I have seen the Lord. I know He is alive because He is alive in me. I know He is alive because He is alive in me too. In that moment, a scripted drama went entirely off script because the Holy Spirit was alive and well and people had to proclaim this good news. They couldn't not proclaim this good news. They knew that Jesus was alive and they had to tell someone, I know he is alive. I know he is alive because he is alive in me. Thank God Almighty. He is alive in me
2: perhaps like mary you know that he is alive because you have had moments where god's presence has hit you like a ton of bricks or the barrier between heaven and earth is as thin as it could possibly be and you cling to those moments with all of your might and power because you have experienced the overwhelming resurrection love of god or maybe you were like angie and those who were gathered with her on that easter morning people who have experienced the darkness that this world can summon grief and despair addiction and abuse fear and powerlessness And yet, having experienced that darkness, you can still see and believe and bear witness to the light.
0: Or perhaps you have joined us for worship today, beloved child of God, and the darkness still has its hold on you. Perhaps that darkness covers you so profoundly that you can't see anything resembling the light, and if that is the case, if that is the case, then the church will continue to proclaim on your behalf this good news until it can become your own. The church will continue to remind you that God always does God's very best work in the dark. We will continue to live it and proclaim it and testify to it every single day. And even if you cannot see it yet, even if the Good Friday world is clouding everything you have ever known, let me remind you, even if you can't hear it today, I will say it and let the church give its testimony that today and every day, we know he is alive. Thank God Almighty, we know he is alive. And beloved church, if you are someone who knows the light of God's love this day, if you know the power of Christ's resurrection hope, then listen to this. You can't not tell about it. You can't not share that good news. It is perhaps the greatest call ever placed on your life to announce to the world, I know he is alive because he is alive in me. And we proclaim that Easter truth, my friends, because we are an Easter people. And that means that the good news is not simply reserved for a day of Easter, but for this day and every day to come. We share it today and every day because we believe in every fiber of our beings that nothing on this earth, nothing, no sin so great, no pandemic so terrible, no darkness, no profound, none of it, can ever separate you from the love of God. In Christ Jesus, our Lord, weeping may endure for the night, but joy always comes in the morning. Thanks be to God, alleluia, and amen.
1: In this Easter season, let us join in the words spoken by Christians for thousands of years and affirm our faith using the Apostles' Creed as it is printed in your home worship bulletin. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
0: In this Easter season, my friends, we encounter the risen Christ in a multitude of ways. And so at this time, I invite you to join us in our home worship bulletin as we pause for prayer. We invite you to take out a piece of paper and a pen or talk with those who you are worshiping alongside today and answer at least one of the following questions as we prepare to turn to God in prayer. The first question is, what have you had enough of? this week in other words what has brought you frustration or grief or anger that's the first question the second question is when did you feel most alive this week and the third question is where could you point and proclaim i have seen the lord in this past week We're going to encourage you to pause the video at this time and sit with these questions for a few minutes. When you're done writing or sharing with those who you are worshiping alongside, feel free to turn the video back on and join us for a time of prayer together.
1: Let us pray.
2: Lord God, We come before you with our outside standing firm in the face of our adversity, yet our souls bent over in loss and distress. There is something in our nature that yearns to see through the clouded vision of the future and muddled feelings of our present. We try hard, but anxiety collects in our pressure points and tears slip away from our bodies. We are tired. We are worried. We are sick. We are lonely. We ache. We cry out in anger and desperation. We are yours and long for your comforting voice. O oh God, hear our prayer. Yet you alone, O oh God, cross the bridge from the divine to the human. You who set order to the seas are the same who calls us by name. You who resides in heavenly splendor have sent many prophets to guide us toward your way. You who seem so far have removed the veil separating us. You have thinned the air between us. Merciful God, we give you thanks that Christ is not dead, but alive, and that he is alive in us. Loving God, light and light, compassionate parent, heal us in our time of trial. Hear us in our cries for peace. Mold us and make us stronger to face the journey ahead. Show us your loving face so that we may know you and your way in the world of abundance and grace. We pray all these things in the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who taught us how to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil." For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.
0: We are an Easter people, my friends. And that means we don't just share the good news on Easter. We share it today and every day, because we believe in every fiber of our beings that there is nothing on this earth. No sin so great, no pandemic, so terrible, no darkness so profound that it can ever separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. We have seen the Lord. Let us go out into the world to share God's good news.
2: And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you, be with those you love, be with those whom you're called to love, this day and forevermore.
1: Amen. Peace. And Jesus All our sins and griefs to be Because we do not carry everything to God and pray.